0: You're listening to another Woodshop Podcast, the OKS podcast of its type. Your hosts are Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks and Peter Kapar of Trees Workshop. You can find them as well as the podcast on your favorite social media platforms. Welcome, welcome episode 167 of another woodshop podcast where this week we're joined by one of our favorite people of all time and honestly the reason why dan and i even have etsy shops he's one half of a dynamic duo the the lesser pretty one uh and the godfather of the etsy maker shop movement uh at the ripe old age of 30 only ladies and he makes awesome stuff he makes awesome content and always pushes his machines to the limit making me feel like i'm not doing enough with mine jeff Banky's here. You the two told moves. Me, What's hey up? man,
1: uh, that Jess was going to be. Go Dan. What? And I got stuck with Jess. She's Jeff. Here,
0: she can speak. We couldn't afford Jess, so we went with the we, second. We best. just that can't rhymes. fit these
2: isotunes on both of our head. <laughs> 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 not with that attitude. All right. Wait, well, wait. So, so who's in the yeah, intro? Because that no. was not either of you. And I'm a little concerned. That's Malcolm. Did you pay someone to do the intro? Maybe Malcolm. Malcolm's the man. Nice. Malcolm, Malcolm from Boston, he's a nice voice. Is
0: our new it, the voice of AWP. I like that. Uh, yeah, he's got velvety. So we, we called, uh, we asked people to call in with their in, new intros, and um, they were gr- great, attitude, positive attitudes, it was good. But Malcolm just crushed everyone with his audio quality, so
2: you know, I, I support that this one. decision. So thanks,
0: Malcolm. I still owe him a shirt, I gotta send him some wow, you guys are- and stuff. Uh, but Dan. Well, we pay in shirts and and stuff. Dan, we, uh, um, I'm sure you already have the patrons all queued up and ready to go, so I'm not going to stall too much longer. But I am really excited that <laughs> Jeff is here. And again, I'm not stalling I while forgot. Dan pulls up the site.
1: I totally really dropped have to speak the ball real. on this one, you guys.
0: Uh, <laughs> also, it, hey, speaking of patrons, we had that call last week. Last that was day, that banky. was fun. <laughs> we did have the patron call last week, and that was a did lot. Did you crush of fun. it? That one hour call ran for. Three. And yeah nearly and nearly hours? three hours it was, like, it was hours, really fun yeah. we literally had to be like guys we, we gotta go like that's a school night i'm sorry you know because it was a sunday but it was really good it was really nice to connect with everyone uh we opened it up to everyone and honestly most likely going forward we're probably gonna do it as an open Why thing not? and then um maybe do like uh something else for the top tier patrons because do it was guys, a lot you guys you guys still do that dan's giving me a oh. thumbs up so i'm gonna <laughs> stop talking <laughs> but no
2: what's up let it rip do we still do that what that thing you used to do with like the group chat and like everyone would come hang out, like the Maker Stoop or something.
0: Oh, the yeah. the Maker Stoop. Yeah, we still do that. Um, I'm I'm being more regular with it now too. I, I haven't been there in a few weeks, Saturday. but it
1: it still does happen. There are always people there.
0: It's a solid crew, <laughs> but
1: tough. it eats up your entire. Saturday there were night. times where I'd I'd <laughs> been there like from like eight p.m. to two or three a.m wow we'd, yeah. we'd
0: close it out at like three anyway i could not time. do that i would die so, speaking of like-
1: <laughs> closing it out <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> i want to give a big shout out
1: to all our vip patrons and they are as follows uh victor aragama matthew hoff of matthews woodworking nick brim woodworking matt maynard of patriotic pine steve iaderola Daniel Bryson, Bill Burkle of WTB Woodworking, Malcolm at Boston of Woodworks, the new voice of AWP, Justin at Calvary Whoop. Customs, Patrick Gensel, Square Splinter, Michael Flickinger, Scotty Holland of Elevated Wood Design, Max and Mindy Coons of Stubby K Studio, and Jacob Miller of A Sweet Shop. Thank you to each and every one of you. We appreciate you so, so, so much.
2: You guys are my favorite. Love you guys. Well,
0: wow. oh, us or them?
2: Wow, both.
0: Wow. Well, Jeff, for those of you that haven't uh, been long time listeners and haven't seen the other two times you were on here, uh, do you want to just give us like a quick elevator pitch on who do you think you, who are? you are and why you're so special? Who am
2: I? Uh-huh. So, who do you think, think Jess you are. and I? have been full-time woodworkers since 2017 and now we're trying to like transition more Mm -hmm. into like content creation than woodworking and we got our start on etsy Mm -hmm. and have been going hard ever since then all right short and sweet elevator pitch
0: yeah that's (laughs) that's pretty that's a great concise thing and and what i said in the intro is is pretty accurate The, the reason dan and i have ever even fathomed that mm-hmm. this could be a viable plan to, to have an Etsy shop to build stuff to sell to the maker community and others. Yeah, I think... It was because of Jeff and Jess. Because we watched them crush it and from a basement shop to building out your own shop, paying cash flowing the whole thing with your Etsy shop. And like now you guys have been in that space for what? Three, four years now?
2: Yeah. About? Paid for by pet feeders. Yeah.
0: Exactly. my god, the I remember feeders, talking about that. I don't <laughs> miss them.
1: Talking about that with you guys when you were on the first time way back when I don't even remember what episode it was, but you were talking about how you were doing so well on Etsy that like it 50? paid for a new shop, and I was like, "Man, I need to get on yeah. Etsy," and I think that's uh when I started my little yeah people unquote, hate on Etsy but like Etsy journey.
2: Once you get a little momentum, it it kind of carries you to it, you it stay it on. Snowballs
1: it. really well once you get going,
2: but that's the hard part, right? That's the pro- that's the hard part, right? Yeah.
0: Episode one twenty four. No, I think it was Jason earlier two. than that. that.
2: What we had to be on it earlier. Than that. It, was, it was
0: maybe even earlier. The first like time. The last time you guys Come
2: were on. on. Yeah,
1: yeah, they were pre one hundred, or Jeff was at least.
0: We have an IMDb. Our podcast just, it popped up on IMDb. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm not mad. No. I mean, I'm, it's cool. I don't know. I like it um that's awesome dude I, and like yeah no just watching you guys do this and i mean we've uh, i've followed you since the dude for real like I me and we we're both around me and like pete the, were like og like,
2: buddies from it, like
0: yeah like we're all at that like maybe even sub 1000 when we started out we're just trying to like figure it out and see what this instagram thing is and um it, it was cool to like just watch these guys like blow up and and they're honestly uh you know on a personal note they're they're legitimately one of the reasons no you're you're the reason why i'm doing this like if i can cite two accounts that i'm here today because of you guys it's you and brad rodriguez from fixes not Don't jackman that. like the two accounts that these <laughs> helped along the way uh <laughs> but no like you, you you guys showed me like oh you can just like do this business and you can it's possible man work with your significant other and you can like really turn lemons into lemonade uh with the situation that you're in and like slowly start replacing incomes and uh, we'll have you talk a little bit more about that as we grill you but perfect um, it 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 was really you know cool to cool to see you guys like grow this beautiful business and like now a a a content business uh supplemented by other stuff
2: whole different game trying
0: to build um you guys are yeah you guys are doing great and it's really inspirational to see what you guys are doing Dan. Oh yeah, the- <laughs> I don't know. If you- I thought you wanted to say something. He says no. Um. So well, no, no. no Dan's just gonna be quiet. So, can you kind of give us for the people that don't know like your journey and and I guess we're we're gonna get into it with one of our questions, but like how did you guys get started and and um you know what kind of was the catalyst? I was like, how oh, let's do this.
2: So like, we were kind of just we were both pretty. Yo- I mean, we're still young, but like we were kind of looking for something. To like, we wanted to start a business and it was like we were looking at like lawn mowing, like snow removal, kind (laughs) of like the basic, quote unquote, easy businesses to start. And then our sister in law asked (laughs) us to make these shelves that she found on Etsy and we had no idea what Etsy was. So then we started like listing these shelves we made and put all this stuff on Etsy. And then we had a couple items just take off. And then Jess quit her job in six months and I quit my job in like 10 months. And then we were just all in, everyone thought we were crazy. I mean, go for it. You
1: are crazy. crazy. I I will say that. Yeah. Uh, You might as well just go for it. I mean, if it's it's working out and you have the ability to do it, right? Just go all
2: in. 100%. And, like, we already had, like, as soon as we were starting to, like, make money, we took all that money and like paid off our bills and like tried to get everything set up so when we did quit it wasn't like stressful so we didn't have any like monster loans other than other than like our mortgage but like we took all that extra money and like paid off our cars and bought tools and tried to like make everything not super stressful more than it needed to be but That's that's smart
0: Yeah bringing that boat a little closer yeah. to the dock before you leap
1: Oh for boat sure references
0: <laughs> Yeah well
1: Oh, is it saying? Like saying I live in Nebraska. I've never heard. But, never <laughs> heard.
0: but Dan, Dan, what were you going to ask? There's no, there's know. no lakes
2: or water, bodies of water in Nebraska. Do you even have water? Uh, you have raccoons out here.
0: Yeah,
1: there's raccoons. Uh, there's not much water. The Missouri <laughs> River does that count? It's not the cleanest river. Uh, so, with that said, uh, are you doing much Etsy business? these days at all or are you just are you focusing almost 100% on content
2: so we're focusing mostly on content but etsy well etsy and our website we're not like solely etsy but etsy and our website's probably like 40% of our income right now okay and then the other 60%s content oh wow. nice
1: so you're you're making Very a good. pretty good transition nice you're payment.
2: not doing it like you're not dropping
1: etsy or sales and Entirely and going full content, you're just kind of making a slow transition.
2: Yeah, but I'm at that weird point now where like I'm getting pulled both ways, though. So it's like I don't make quite enough to just drop Etsy, but I'm also at the same sense like to actually do it. I almost have to, right? Because right now it's just so much push and pull, trying to juggle all the orders along with trying to keep up with content. Because I haven't put out a YouTube video in like two months because we just I took on too much work. So it's just that constant battle of trying to find balance which right I'm not good and at.
1: if you know anything about etsy like right. you have to stay on top of your orders you can't just like let them
2: slip a little bit you, y- you gotta be on if they their new star seller yeah you gotta be <laughs> yeah
0: now are you are you taking on any commissions on top of
2: that or are you just doing no etsy uh, things we let our employee go like i don't know four months ago now oh really and since then i pretty much stopped we stopped taking anything custom. So if it's not on our Etsy or our website, I'm not going to make it. I took on some nightstands a while Gosh, back that we shipped like- out. Where did the, where did those go? Yeah. But they went to New York, and that was like after that. I was like, that's New York. Like, it's from just, Wisconsin. It was too much ever. A- yeah.
0: Yeah, shipping that must have been not fun.
2: Eh, it's not bad. I mean, dealing with the freight company was a little shoddy, but overall, once you get picked, it gets picked up. It's out of your hands. Right. Well, that's good, at
0: least. Uh, and then, like, so I, I heard uh, Jess there in the background. Um, feel bad. We should have just tried to figure out how to have both of them on again. But w- can you talk about your dynamic and the way you guys work now? Like, what does what Jess handle? We, you know, we see Jess in the content and actively, you know, doing stuff in a shop. But that's actually, if I understand correctly, that's not most of her job, right? Most of her job is kind of administrative.
2: Yep. Yeah. So, everyone always asks us, like, how do we work together? Being husband and wife and like we're with each other 24 7 and the real answer is we don't <laughs> she has her completely own job and i i pretty much manage the shop she manages you know the million messages on etsy doing listings and all the other talking to brands and all that other stuff
1: so you are hardly ever like together so that's the t- unless you're doing it
2: in the same space for some reason yeah like i come in for lunch and then she's like you know oh lunch so dates working basically at, yeah yeah very nice. What kind of sandwich you gonna have? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and just like fills you in on all this stuff. Um, see, that's that's you guys were kind of the inspiration for like me bringing on Emma uh, to start handling the administrative stuff because you know, like you said, like hand, hand, you're in a spot where you're trying to handle too many things now. You still have all these orders coming in, but you still have to make content, uh, and it's really hard. And like for me, the one thing that was taking up a lot of my time, or was almost like crippling anxiety of like the growing list of an admin tasks that I had to do but didn't have time to do would like distract me from doing actual work and now re- being yeah. able to bring someone else on to assist with that um, it really frees up your mind to be a little more 100%. creative I feel like
1: free yeah. your mind
0: um, and speaking of creativity so Sorry. you're
1: I free, I just free got your a mind matrix like flash
0: I, l- <laughs> I enjoyed it <laughs> the blue pill So, um, you, you know, you can definitely see in your content, I feel like over the last year or so, uh, especially where you've pivoted the business more to the content side is like you have not only been making content, you've always been consistent with content, but I've noticed your content being a lot more like, I'm going to pump three days into this project of like figuring out all the like inlay cutting boards and whatever, like doing something like that Getting the process down because, like that's stuff, that's the kind of stuff that a lot of people don't even tackle. Because, like, I don't have a day to burn. I don't have three days to burn. I don't have a week to burn to figure out and dial in this machine perfectly for this thing. But, like you, you've been able to take on those kinds of projects, like with the you know the, those all the inlay boards you're doing, and I feel like uh, with some of the brass work you did when you got the fiber laser, I feel like you spent a good amount of time dialing all that in. So, talk about that process and how that. Like, did you specially make the time for that? Or do you feel like that cuts into the So, stuff you guys
2: want to know the secret? Yes. <laughs> so, I, f- I find like the baddest dudes in that industry. So, let's say I find like four guys that are crushing it with the fiber laser or crushing it with the inlays. And I reach out to them people. And for whatever reason, I'm just able to sweet talk them and they take me under their wing. So, when I got the fiber laser, I, I reached out to like three, four dudes. You're pretty. And they were good enough to help me out. And then with the inlays, Brownwood. That guy, had, like without without Nick, oh, yeah. like yeah. there's no way I would even take it on. There's so much more into him than like it. Yes. Everyone's like, you just got to see and see it. It's so easy. Well, then try it. Yeah, I've like, tried like, it and
1: I've, I've actually messaged you, <laughs> I think a couple times now saying, hey, we ain't going to put out a tutorial, man. I need I need some help.
0: Yeah, I need a tutorial on <laughs> that. That would be a great video.
2: Yeah, I don't know how to go about that yet. <laughs> Cause like I get messages all the time. Uh, you do genuinely. What? I get messages Cause... all the time, but it's there's just like a million things that could make it not be perfect. So it's just hard to explain in like a couple paragraphs. Like you'd almost have to do like a thirty minute phone call to even like breach the surface. I
1: almost feel like it would be good to yeah, to, it's like a, it's make a intricate. pilgrimage to your shop and just hang out and watch and learn in person. Quite frankly. <laughs>
2: Mike Mike did something hey, like you he did some sort of live and on pricing or something. I thought about doing like that. It's just, again, with a thousand things going on, it's just not really a priority right now. If anything, right. I'd probably do a course and sell it. Versus YouTube, it's just, mm. I don't know if I just want to upload something like that. Because it would do trash. Versus if people paid for it, they'd actually put the time into it. and I'll send it to you for free, Dan. You can, Yay, you can be the tester. That's,
1: that's the only reason I agreed to have you on the podcast. <laughs> nice
0: i <laughs> <laughs> just just wanted I, just, stuff.
1: I really want to get into doing inlay like grain cutting boards like they've been doing and they've been doing some really cool stuff some some of them are like really intricate and i'm like how the hell are you cutting those and not you, snapping off those tiny little details
2: it's it boggles my mind i've tried to yeah, do yeah man ball nose you got to use a ball nose over a v-bit the, the V-bits break so easy. Like any V-bit under 30 degrees, that tip breaks off. And once that tip breaks off... It's useless. It's junk. So are
1: you using like a the
2: like ball, a noses small don't break. ball nose,
1: like V-carve ball nose?
2: Yep. Uh, 6.2 degree ball nose. The smallest one Amount am it makes. It's like a half millimeter tip or something. Huh.
0: But that's your final pass.
2: Yeah. Right? I, I mean, I use like up cuts so to doing... clear, but the yeah, yeah the ball knows is what does the detail
0: interesting well, that's good to know um did you have to do a lot of dialing in on that same subject did you have to do a lot of dialing in with your machine like getting it trammed perfectly and nah. everything or you just kind of like through the right no nah, i there?
2: like okay. i followed like the one that's good that's the good one group and some of them guys i mean if you're into that by all means like go hard but they have all these crazy dials and doing all this crazy stuff to get their machine just perfect oh yeah Nah, I, I surface it and check to make sure like this all that stuff's square and good enough. It more so I spend the time finding the perfect parameters for the bit, so you get that perfect plug fit. That's where I spend my time. Every bit I get, I have to redo that process. Huh. So every bit has a different like setup.
0: A bit type, right? You don't mean like the no. same bit.
2: So I took time. the same exact okay. tapered yeah. ball nose on my elite. And my journeyman and I got different results with the inlay. I had to use different right. parameter numbers for each right. machine. Same exact bit.
1: Huh. Interesting. Whoa. Yeah.
0: Well, just goes to show you. That's why, I like, some of these like very like tight tolerance specific jobs. I feel like you know you you can't you got to do some dialing in. You can't just like the CNC is very accurate, but like there's steps you can adjust. To make sure that things are right. Because sometimes out of the box, uh, it's not going to be perfect. Or even, you know, having it a little off if you don't have a perfect Yeah, like, you know, it depends what CNC you have. Like, there's uh,
2: so many different... Yeah. Like, the X-carve I had, it would have took me a month to do one cutting board just because it was so, like, I guess, not rigid. The original X-carve. Right. (laughs) <laughs> yeah That's you can orange. get them at home depot <laughs> it's legit it's called stepcraft
0: speaking
1: of so such a
0: this, is a, this isn't
1: this isn't a one finity sponsored episode by all means but we all own a one finity cnc at this point and i feel like we own one because two finities of jeff and jess they started with the one fin, well, they, you yeah. didn't start with the onefinity. You you just said you had Scarf. but when you got the onefinity, I think when they were first coming out, uh I think we had talked to you about them, and uh, frankly, you sold me. I had
2: the second one ever. Yeah,
1: you sold me on them like pretty pretty quickly. Yeah.
0: You humanized onefinity. So now in. because of yeah, you,
1: yeah. I I have two onefinities as well, and Pete has one. What do you? You got the journeyman and a
2: woodworker i have a
1: journeyman and a woodworker yeah
0: yeah yeah i just got the journeyman i I love you have one use it as much as i should because i'm focusing on yeah i didn't know you had one i just don't use it that much because i'm i'm focusing right now on a laser work mostly since Mm -hmm. i got the new big laser so honestly in the last nine ten months you got a laguna is that what you have three jobs
2: Ex right laser, the big yeah. the big EX450. boy ex yeah I wish I would have got that you got the, uh, uh, the mx the right? mx mm, like I don't know if I wanted the ex or mx I feel like I should have what's with the, the difference EX? talk to me like I'm stupid power power and size power and okay. bed
0: size bed size is a little bit so bigger. with I specifically wanted the ex because uh, n- not that it's come up that often but like it has I have the exact same footprint on my journeyman and in my laser. So if I ever had a job that I needed to like laser out and then throw in a CNC and CNC out the pieces and have them pre-lasered already uh, or all the way around, I could. Interesting.
2: And the higher power you get with the lasers, you start losing the ability to like laser etch. So mine will etch better than Pete's, but his will cut way better than mine.
0: Although I found that I got the laser kit for it. What do you mean? The the lenses? Smaller it's like a one
2: yeah they yeah, help the a lenses, lot actually yeah
0: uh they help so with a 1.5 uh mil lens it's better but yeah I, I did notice that that like going from my pl 1220 to this one the etching is slightly less accurate but i wouldn't say anything
2: that's yeah even yeah notable, mm, interesting you
0: know? yeah i mean the big problem with the with lasers is like uh, with a co2 laser engraving just takes forever line work is easy but engraving especially any sort of big black area like definitely old inkjet yeah it just has to fill in all that stuff so that's where the um the fiber lasers really, that you know really that leads me to
1: my next question what's the difference between a co2 and a fiber laser i think we've talked about this before on the podcast but refresh my memory completely different
2: beast yeah like so a fiber laser isn't gonna do wood and it can't do glass but a CO2 laser is great for all that stuff. A CO2 laser so can edge that stuff, but
1: a fiber laser can't.
2: No, yeah, it, it's trash for wood huh. or glass. It can't do glass either. It's just the the beam just goes through it versus the CO2 like impacts it. It's it's weird. Huh. So pretty much the fiber lasers, I would say, mainly so for then, metal. Okay. Yeah,
0: it's it's much. It's too powerful for all those other applications whereas the co2 is not powerful enough it can't etch metal they can if it's anodized. yeah like so because it removes the anodization you take that, it,
2: that coating off the aluminum etch the
0: metal it won't burn away
2: or then wallets people do yeah, a lot of them wallets or, or tumblers. tumblers you can do tumblers yeah. gotcha
0: <clears throat> yep yeah so it's good for you know like a tumbler you can do with technically with both but like i've heard like i think mike got the mm-hmm. that same one that you have he got it for tumblers, but it's like too powerful. It's actually it's, burning into the metal.
2: Yeah, it's it's a very fine line. I haven't mastered the tumblers either. The the yeah. rotary is also a little more finicky than the CO2 setup. What are you talking about? From what I understand, it's just yeah. you just push a button and that's it. It's so easy.
1: You yeah, just push with the all button. these with all these new digital yeah. woodworking tools and other tools, you just you just push a button. Just just like
0: CNC's. It,
2: wait till those people hear about file yeah. types. <laughs> <laughs> oh. you can't just I'm put a, a jpeg a in there <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: well
0: it depends on the I application I mean you I technically
1: you can, could so trace With an image crap, what in are the way. what are the microsoft paint Lightburn files are those just jpegs <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: solid doodle
0: hey MS Paint has come a long way
2: really Lighted three colors Ooh. Oh. damn
0: oh yeah, Ooh, yeah. I'm, don't want to brag but i've used it photoshop take that (laughs) all right so um what other questions for jeff i feel like we've kind of asked you all the like the basic generic ones yeah Um, give me a challenge but (laughs) yeah so well this is this is kind of a personal one because so i'm currently what's your um, hair routine like let me ask you this first are you on are you on tiktok shop and are you on etsy shop so
2: (sighs) i haven't messed with the I haven't messed with the TikTok shop. Apparently people are doing really well with that.
0: Apparently they're doing well.
2: What is it the same thing as like the IG shop? Because I never had much luck with that either. Well
0: Kind of, but apparently people are a little more active on TikTok shop from what I'm hearing.
1: TikTok also gives other creators the ability to link to your shop and make a commission. Which could be good or bad. Oh really? Yes,
0: I did yeah. not know that. That's actually I don't know.
1: Cool. I, the, the commission's probably not like large, wow. but so apparently I
2: should check it. Yeah,
1: out. yeah. I really need to too. But it's I've tried to it's s- at least worth the I've Google. tried to sign up for it twice and I've been rejected twice, and I don't know oh, what really? the hell I'm doing wrong. Did we,
2: did we sign up for TikTok
0: for TikTok shop? shop?
1: You have to you Guess have that, to upload know, so. like your social security <laughs> card or yeah. or something like that. It's. Just, yeah, I'm. And Dan's I'm an illegal. illegal Polish. Yeah. Do they take a cut? I'm sure they do.
0: Uh, probably. I don't think yeah, they probably do. It Instagram just, like, did,
2: though. but Instagram never like linked with our Shopify very well. It was always a little spotty on how I like would do my collections. So then I kind of just like took them off because I couldn't get it to like show up how I wanted. Also, I usually had enough work anyway. So does
0: it? Does it pull from Shopify? Yeah, Is like I like would
2: set up a like a, or... a collection of items and I would display it how I wanted, mm-hmm. but it would never display how it showed on Shopify. And it would just show like all of our God. shirts and, and when stickers, buys... versus, like the items I wanted it to show. Huh. Yeah, I don't know.
0: So when someone buys through IG shop, are they buying through IG Shopify. or they're buying through Shopify?
2: I don't think they took a percentage.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting.
2: It shows it on my Facebook, Interesting. but I don't know. I think to I think that's Shopify just because analytics. Meta.
1: I don't know if Meta outright owns Shopify, but they probably have a an agreement or something with them. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I
0: don't know. Yeah, that's and that's one of those things that it's very to me personally, like me being just mostly an Etsy guy, not having even a site yet. You uh, don't have a website. It seems very intimidating. No, well, I have a website, but I don't have a website shop, which is one of one of the questions that I actually wanted to ask you. Um, correct me if I'm wrong maybe wrong here but you guys have a shopify for your products but then you have a separate site for your kind of the content and you guys I, brand, I i tried right? that
2: i cut it off i used to have so we have oh you cut it off. we okay. have a two moose design and then right away i was trying to do a blog and it kind of just muddied up the whole website with who's my customer because like i want my people to come on there to buy stuff but also like i want woodworkers to come there and it just it's just kind of it was just messy. So I started another website and then I just realized that I'm just not a blogger and it was just too much to keep up with so that kind of just got pushed to the wayside. So now on our website it's all of our like our Etsy items and then like I had I just have plans on there. I don't have like a blog or anything anymore. Have you heard of
0: Okay, so are you uh, where's your main site through Shopify through Shopify yeah. as well or Okay, so everything's through Shopify. Ever
2: have you heard of what, Dan?
0: Cuz I have a Squarespace site. But then I'm, I'm Have thinking you heard about doing of a shop this
1: a uh, new shop. thing called ChatGPT? Yeah, It'll write everything for you.
2: Yeah, this was way before <laughs> Chat GPT was a thing. Chat GPT. I squashed it before that. Ah.
0: I remember we were talking about this, and you were you guys were in the back of our car. We we're going to like a Publix or whatever to get food at WorkbenchCon, and we we're talking about uh, blogs at the time. And you were like very excited about it, but had no time to do it. Yeah, I thought <laughs> about like
2: hiring someone too, but yeah. I don't know. Some some guys I know crush it with the blog, though. Mm-hmm. There's a few lady woodworkers that crush it. Uh, Woodshop Mike, I think, still has a pretty good blog. Yeah. I think so does Brad Rodriguez. Some
0: people, too. I mean, uh,
2: Brad, Ben and Brad crushes it.
0: Yeah, Brad and Ben. Yeah. They're both uh, making pretty good affiliate sales off that it, stuff, so.
1: It does know. take a lot it's, of time, it, though.
0: The, here's that's This goes back to it the does. whole. Yeah, and this goes back to the whole thing of, like, it works for one person, may not exactly. work for another. And there's just so many ways to make money. That you like, I constantly find myself being pulled in different directions. Like this week, all TikTok was serving me is like Pinterest affiliate marketing, Pinterest affiliate marketing. I'm like, ah, oh, I just work on I Pinterest no now, Pinterest but like, in no. forever. Stop it. Focus on the things that are making you money. Yeah, <laughs> like focus on the Etsy, focus on the You can content, talk to ten different
2: creators or woodworkers, and they're all gonna have ten different ways that they make money. Even, like, you go to WorkbenchCon and ask how, like, all yeah. these other guys are making money. It's like, really? You make money over there? And they're like, yeah, I kill it. I'm like, oh, wow. Never even tried that. hmm It's
0: like, yeah, my uh, my beach house is paid for by plans. Plans are yeah, the bay- I way sold to no go. plans. Like, That's the oh. way to do it. You- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like, and then you're like, oh, and I got to start making plans and selling them. But like, no, like, you got to kind of work everything in tandem. Yeah. So, it balance, sucks, man. It? Balance. Ah, uh, it's the worst. You need, like, a whole team. Yeah. Quite literally, a whole team just to run run a business like that. Damn. Um, well, should we jump into uh, what's on the bench?
1: There you go. <laughs> it's
0: been a while, <laughs> huh? Did you like that recovery? <laughs> okay. Uh, so why don't we uh, play this sound? What's on my bench? Um, so why don't we start with Jeff? Uh, what's uh, what's up on your bench this week?
2: Uh, we just shipped out quarter a bunch of noodle boards. I have a few. Noodle boards? Excuse me. Are they for making Can noodles? You
0: define a noodle board. It's a stove. I, I found out with I never
1: understood why they call those noodle
2: boards. Like,
1: I just, just really?
2: I have no idea. I didn't, I didn't even know what it was until that? someone asked for one. But you're selling those, huh? What'd you say? But you're selling noodle boards. Yeah, noodle boards and trays. We've pretty well. We do sell some clocks, but we've pretty much cut off everything that's not flat. Oh, that, really? That doesn't ship easy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, cutting boards, Smart. obviously, right?
0: No dog feeders anymore? Oh, no.
2: I haven't made a dog feeder in a couple years. Really?
0: All those starving the dogs. Poor things. <laughs>
2: Someone's poor out thing. there still crushing it. We we that have people still ask us for them, but we we just I ain't got time for all that. Do you just say no or- So if anyone's looking for a new market to break in, make some pretty sweet dog feeders and put them on Etsy. You'll kill it. <sighs> I, I promise. They ship like crap, but they sell well. Okay. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> so what else are you working on? Anything? uh three cutting boards for a youtube video and then inlays I, I would imagine after that i'm probably gonna yeah 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 and then after that i got two more youtube videos okay. going the plow out and hopefully that'll be the momentum i need to keep pushing forward right are you seeing are you seeing much uh
1: return on youtube videos I know you're monetized over there. Is that is that lucrative enough to make you keep wanting to do it, or are you just trying to reach a goal right now?
2: Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I would like. So let's say like my CNC plans and like my Amazon affiliates. I would say a majority of that traffic to make that money comes from YouTube. Interesting, cool, yeah. Instagram affiliates is doing
0: well for you. That's good. That's the thing. Some people are, like, uh, again, some people are killing it a off million ways marketing, off their to YouTube videos. Money. And some people see For
2: sure. And then I'll talk to someone else, and every, every they don't month. do any Amazon affiliate. Like, they, like, do affiliates through, like, Starbond or some CNC bit company. And yeah. I don't do any of those. Me neither. I mean, I do do PwnCNC. Or the Pwn Spindles. Big
0: 500 bucks a, a month from Starbond. Like,
2: yeah, wow, no. I, I wow. like Amazon. It Amazon's before, where it's that's at. That's all
1: I do, too, basically. Yeah. I, I'm i not bringing in a whole lot. It's like probably $25 a month,
2: sometimes 50 But hey.
0: Tens of dollars.
2: That's a couple beers. Yeah. I'll take that. That's enough to go feed some raccoons chicken wings, huh? <laughs> yeah. hey If you don't know what he's talking about, <laughs> listen to the pre-show.
0: Jeez.
1: <clears throat> Boom.
0: Yeah, the pre-show. There's a raccoon restaurant not in
1: my basement in dan's
2: basement pretty close though <laughs> i
0: know <laughs> oh my god that was a
2: patreon anyway. callback
3: sorry right. <clears throat> oh You're my
2: good? dog jumped off my lap like a crazy person <laughs> he just <laughs> dive bombed so pete what do you got going crazy on this dog. week
0: me i'm um, so glad you oh. called on me because i'm totally Whoa. ready just make um, something up i'm gonna work no that's fine so i'm gonna work backwards so today i i actually took a sick day i j- i Kept waking up in the middle of the night. I did not sleep well. I just, like, was running, like, a weird temperature. And it's like, why am I so hot? I thought it was the house. Like, the AC was broken again. I had a panic attack at 3 a.m. in the morning. And then I was like, oh, no, I'm just, like, I'm hot and I'm freezing. So I think I was just, like, I caught something. Um, so it felt like crap. Called out of work. and just, like, did administrative work. And then uh Keith Johnson stopped by and um he was, like, he, he talked to me about this earlier in the week. He's like, hey, I got to rack of ribs in my, my freezer. Cause he's got the butcher box or whatever. Like Omaha steaks, or, or, <laughs> you know, other people. Um, and he's like, can you smoke, can you smoke the rack of ribs? I'm like, sure. Yeah. Like, well, that's fine. And he's like, well, oh, what day are you going to be doing stuff? So like, I don't know, Thursday throughout a day. And he's like, okay, cool. I'm like, Oh, okay. He's actually going to do this. So like came in the morning, hung out for a bit, started smoking some uh, ribs and I actually actually got a shout out to uh, Javon Cheney who we shouted out a couple weeks ago for his podcast with Spagnolo. Um, and he I, I don't realize he has a separate page for barbecue. Oh, it's okay. Cheney Q, so check that out. He he sent me a um, a dry rub that he's uh, developing for. Mm. It's co- there's coffee grounds in it. It was actually really good. Oh, he didn't um, send me he's anything. He's developing I'm the for pellet up the to get a nice little okay, cool, bark it. Wow. That's fine. Wow. Don't worry about it. You just got a smoker, okay? You're still like, you're I'm trained. not new to smoking mm-hmm. meats. Okay. I just got a different yeah, smoker. You. so uh no it's like you know i saw him in the morning and keith literally lives like i think he said today 13 minutes away from my house it's like right down the street so uh then he came over later and then carmine was here we're working on a van this whole week uh trying to figure out the solar uh there's (laughs) we hooked up the solar everything's perfect everything's working but all the controllers on the electrical stuff are like bluetooth and smart controllers so like it just wouldn't charge the battery. Then later we found out it's charged the battery fully, but nothing was updating. So like so technology is just fighting us for like two days. We lost two days. We lost. Yeah, we lost two days of work on the van or two afternoons of half- on. On a van
2: troubleshooting. You're building a van.
0: Van electrical. What's up? Oh, yeah. We're uh, not mine. It's his. My buddy Carmine. So we've been building out. his. Yeah, van tell us you don't listen
2: to the years podcast years without telling us really you don't listen funds to the together. podcast. So I don't <laughs> listen to any podcast, so don't take it personal. <laughs> I'm way oh, too fine, ADD.
0: Fine. Yeah. Uh, we're also, do we, I know you watch videos and we also have a video of this Ooh, launch every week. So
2: I do we check know. the pre show sometimes. The okay.
0: There you go. Oh, please, yeah, join a pre show. That's where the
2: party is. Like I just like <laughs> to talk to Jackman. Wait, <laughs> yeah,
0: so we're. We, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, you guys just arguing there. We appreciate you guys arguing in there. Um, but yes, yeah, just been working on a van with him. Um, took care of a couple of administrative things. Finally got uh, the two designs that I've been working on and kept putting off. You know, it's one of those things where I just like kept having it on my to-do list. People asking me about it and it gave me so much anxiety that I wouldn't work on it because it, I've just felt overwhelmed. So I got the uh, sander holder for the, the Rotex RO90 and for the Merka 3x4 sander. So those are live now. I uh, got another th- uh, laser cut file thing um, available as well. So I'm Very updating some stuff with Etsy and you know we always preach like Always be listing ABL, always be listing. <laughs> I haven't listed anything in like weeks. So I'm really bad with that. So I'm just trying to get on that. But while doing all that, I discovered not discovered, but I was like, you know, let me try chat GPT again. I tried it initially when it came out to get some listing descriptions made and they were fine, but it was just like very over the top and like I had to delete entire sections of sentences and like some of it didn't make sense and i did it today and i gave it a short like two sentence prompt and it was i i fixed three words and this thing is like paragraphs long with key features key benefits like and even it it blew my mind at the end it even included um note that due to the natural nature of wood um each item oh, whatever wow, really? may look slightly different wow. uh because of the grain and which will i, I could like probably pull up the thing but it, it like put it so eloquently it basically said which brings out its <laughs> uniqueness and they like, have updated would have one of a kind that's impressive mean, like, this is this is so good i've never i would have never thought to like put that huh. in there but uh, it it worked out great so uh i updated a couple of listings and i'm like um am, am i need you like hop on here and like redo all my listing
2: description so another so, thing you need to um, do is highly recommend you have to know how yes. to like ask the question So, like, you can say, oh, write me a description, but use SEO, these SEO words in there. Yeah,
1: the more prompts you can give it, the better, obviously.
2: Yeah, yeah. Definitely.
0: Oh, I just found it. At the end, it was, note, due to the natural variations in wood grain and color, each windscreen, it was like the windscreens for shaping dishes, each windscreen may have a slight uniqueness, adding to its charm and character. I love it. Like, (laughs) <laughs> so eloquent i love it <laughs> thank you ai every any wooden made item now <laughs> thank you ai so it was really like like wow okay this is i feel like now it's not like because initially ChatGPT, everyone was like oh it's like i'm doing all this with it, whatever but like i found that anytime i used it in the beginning it was still i had to mm-hmm. tweak everything it wrote and now when it spits stuff out i was like wow this is It sounded just, ai
2: right away i just had
0: to tweak some it sounded AI. It sounded weird. It sounded like <laughs> I'm a human.
2: You know like no you're not.
0: <laughs> now I really believe it was like, you know, written. And I added some stuff in there and honestly, I added stuff in there and I was that's like awesome. this sounds I might
1: have to go back cuz I've used ChatGPT to, to write a few of my product descriptions in the past and they sounded okay, so I went with them. But I might have to go back and uh yeah. update them now.
0: Yeah. And then there's you know the whole like I, I don't know why I never realized this, but you can regenerate oh, yeah. an answer. So, Where you could yeah. say, so, like, that's it, great, but can like, you oh, write it the old one. Like, and you can, like this? Just, like, back and, forth. and
2: it'll rewrite it for you. Yeah, change the tone. Yeah, Make it oh, less see, formal.
0: I'm still a newbie with it. I'm still a total newbie with it, but I really appreciated that. Like learning a couple things about it. I'm like, this is getting better. I like this. This is good. Um, aside from that, I've just been trying to like knock down my to-do list because I've... <sighs> I've had multiple interactions and realizations in the last week talking to some friends of mine where they're like, oh, I, I spent Sunday working on this thing and they're not makers or whatever. And I'm like, man, I would love to have time <laughs> to kill to just like do that. And then also Emma's been away for a week and a half. She's been, she was at a seminar and then she was uh, visiting family in Florida. And I had like a weird desire to like on my way home, pull over by a park and just go for a walk. And I'm like, well, I don't have time for that. And then I drove and then you I was done like. It you don't have time to just live life and relax. Come on, dude, like get your stuff together. So I looked at my to-do list. And I'm like, I need to knock out the stuff that's giving me like anxiety over not having fun. Like, oh, I can't have fun because I have to uh, take care of this stuff first, but I, it's giving me so much anxiety. I can't relax while I'm ignoring it. It's like a vicious cycle. I hate it. Uh, I posted a thing about it that someone tagged me and it was like stress, <coughs> stress, laxing. Where you're stressed while relaxing. Yeah, that thing. So I'm trying to just take care of administrative stuff and really get on top of that. I'm knocking out that list and it actually feels really, really good. And uh, I got influenced by TikTok and I, I bought one of these, a sort of like timer that you like you turn it huh. to like set a different time for like how long something's gonna take you. And really like you don't have to, you know, uh there's a term called uh Pomidoro, That's which a fruit. is like a thirty minute break. You you can actually <laughs> yeah, but it's it's like a a term uh, I think in Italian for like you take a pomodoro like a thirty minutes to do a task. Oh, or I was something. thinking think Thirty five minutes, no. a weird amount of time. Yeah, but basically this is just like um, I have to answer these emails. I think it's going to take me twenty minutes, and I start the timer. And twenty minutes, and any time I like find myself being distracted, I like grab my phone because I got a message. Put it down. I look at that clock and I go, nope, putting it down. Like I've I fifteen it's minutes idea, to finish though. this. I have to get it done. And it's really kept me on track to the point where like I was working downstairs and I found myself getting distracted and I'm like, I need this stupid timer <laughs> in front of me, <laughs> Is it, haunting me. Is it just because useful because time, it's like so.
1: it's large and kind of in your face? Because I'm wondering, like, why would you use that and not the timer on your phone that
2: you already have? So you must not be very ADD, Dan, uh, huh?
1: Because I mean,
2: yeah, you're, I, you're, am you're not bit, as, as I am a bit as I get it. I get it. Pete i understand <laughs> keeps you on task this is so easy to ignore yeah.
0: it's so easy to. and if it's or on ignore, your phone like, oh, okay. and you, you get that
2: notification f- or that text from oh yeah you? like hey dan what are you doing oh yeah. you're gonna look at it versus the timer you can you can put your phone on the other side of the room that timer's you're keeping you on yeah, track like, i've thrown this
0: i've thrown it in my beanbag chair and be like All phones right. over there i need to knock this task out um yeah just try you know i've been trying to like stay a little more efficient because like emma's not here i'm not staying on track she's not she's still not home tasks i'm having to do them too and I'm, i don't she's not she's leaving back you man what she a bum, just not right? told she's you wow. family wow. in florida
2: <laughs> how dare she have <laughs> I know, fun
0: the worst oh there she good thing she doesn't listen to this she does i love you, you you're my favorite today. emma she went to see the barbie movie today i'm a little jealous we saw it <laughs> yeah oh that's fine that's fine. Yeah, that's will <laughs> oh, see. But anyways, that's my week. It's just, uh, it's been a lot of admin stuff, dealing with my to-do lists and trying to get stuff out on Etsy because uh, someone said this to me last week and it like broke my brain again. Like, you, oh, it was Brad. He's like, you got to focus on your 80-20. Like, what's the 20% of the work that's bringing 80% of the money? I'm like, it's my print shop. Like, why am I wasting my time trying to set up Pinterest affiliate yeah, or whatever? Yeah,
2: screw Pinterest. Your timer's gone off. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs>
0: Oh, no, my my desk just started beeping. Oh. My, I said stand-up. Batteries up, so I'm are low. freaking out. Whatever. Um, He's telling yeah, you to stand, I don't you know. stand. You didn't pay your monthly
1: fee for the desk. I should stand. So the stand-up uh, feature. But yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Subscription-based desk. <laughs> That'd be like the worst. Uh, but Dan, uh, what's what's going well, on with
1: you, man? <laughs> I've had a pretty productive week. It all starts off with... The fact that I now have the CPAP that we've been talking about forever, I'm getting great sleep, Woo! and I have more energy during the day, which is fantastic. A whole new man. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I I still look like me. Still lazy. S- still lazy-ish, but <laughs> I have more energy. I don't I don't find myself wanting to go in and lay on the couch as much as I I did before. Less irritable.
0: On a scale of GTA 1 to GTA 5, how much GTA are you still playing? I,
3: Ooh.
1: I don't want to answer that question. Um, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> GTA 6. <laughs> but anyways, I do have a lot more energy, and it's great. And thank you to everybody who's pushed me to get it. I really appreciate you. Um, along those lines, since I have more energy, it, it really came in handy because the client, the customer... For the farmhouse table was like, hey, I need that table. We've waited it long enough. But she was really kind about it, which I really appreciate. It, it really has been in my shop for s- six months. Hey, Fatty, where's been, my table? The thing has been in my shop for six Come months. Come on, Dan. So I got it done. I delivered it today. It looks phenomenal. Did she like phenomenal. it? Though? She may have shed a tear when she saw it all together. I was very
2: happy. Ooh, that's the best. Very very happy. Uh, the... Four to five stars. The so
1: walnut that I picked arrive. out for that table, it just looked <laughs> amazing. I think several episodes ago, <laughs> like many, many episodes ago, we still had that that third host on here, Mike Michael something. Uh he was still on here. I think I, I don't know who that it is. I said back then that it looked like uh Claro right. because of all the color uh undulations and everything. <clears throat> it, yep. Man, when I put finish on it, it just looked absolutely beautiful and of course when i took it to to the client's house i i was you know trying to really burn it into my brain to take my actual camera so i could get really good photos but it's been oh, like rookie right <laughs> i forget every damn time and i forgot again to take my camera so i only got cell phone shots uh but it still mm-hmm. it still looked good it still looked um, nice but speaking of that table um it's been really humid here this week. Really effing humid. I just pulled up the weather app on my phone. Currently, right now, at this moment, it is 10 p.m. Central Time in Omaha, and it is still 85 percent humidity right now. That is stupid. Oof, okay, gross. this isn't Florida; it's Nebraska. What? It's 82 right now. Here. I'm talking about humidity percent, not like humidity. Is it? 82 is it 82? Here. So you understand? Yeah. So, it, in order to get this table out as fast as I could, I opted to spray lacquer on the top. Normally, I would not do that on a tabletop. But I came up with a plan. I'm going to spray lacquer on it, and I'm going to put...
2: Oh, the lacquer was 75%. on that table?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I sprayed oh, lacquer no. on this beautiful walnut top, <laughs> and my plan, before I realized what was going to happen, before I knew what was going to happen, and I'll get to that in a second, my plan was to put... This Liberon wax polish on top of the lacquer for extra protection because I know lacquer would degrade a little over time if you <laughs> spill like alcohol on it, and considering this is going to be a kitchen table, um, you, you, it needs to have all the <laughs> it needs to have all the protection it can get. So, long story okay. short, I sprayed lacquer on this walnut top and it started clouding up because of all the god dang humidity oh. have you ever had that problem oh. jeff where you sprayed lacquer and it's so humid outside yeah. it just clouds yeah, up man. i stopped spraying lacquer because of oh, that it's it, obviously obviously it's only a problem oh, what in do you summer. spray now yeah what are you doing now poly
2: poly it's way more forgiving than lacquer but it just doesn't i mean lacquer is dry and more durable as fast oh no definitely not That's
1: the, that's the reason I use it a lot. I use it a lot because of the fast drying and cure time of it. But anyway, I, I needed to put a finish on this tabletop and deliver it the very next afternoon. So it clouded up and I started to panic. Oh my God. What am, what am I going to do? I knew why it was clouding up, but, uh, I was hoping that I could, I could get by if I had a bunch of fans on it and it just didn't, didn't help. So, on a whim, I just decided to put that wax polish on it anyway to see what would happen. Cleared it right up. That's nuts. I don't know why that works. Crazy town. But
0: I wonder if it's like a top coat thing when you like pour over top like coat scuffed like epoxy, epoxy over and perhaps you sand it. Perhaps Yeah. It just fills but in the gaps. Let, let it
1: be known that if you were spraying lacquer and it gets a little cloudy. Rub some sort of wax or oil finish over
2: the top of it, and it'll go away. Crazy. The The real answer is extender. Buy some extender, keep extender in your shop, and mix that in there when you spray your So it dries, dries or cure, cures a little it slower? It dries slower. It doesn't trap in that moisture. Huh. Oh, yeah.
1: Maybe that's yeah, why I went wrong. Maybe maybe I kind of effed myself because I put extra fans on it, and it dried faster than it should have. Mm. I I didn't maybe. even think of that.
0: So drying slower. slower would actually... Yeah.
2: And sometimes if you spray stuff. another coat oh, on really? top, it'll actually melt into that other layer and release yeah, that moisture. So sometimes, sometimes you get lucky and yeah, spray Yeah, I did read that, and, and I tried that,
1: up. and it didn't work. It actually made it worse, but it could have been yeah, because... Yeah, it either had... works or don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fans on, so... Yeah, I
2: don't know. I wonder if the fans mm-hmm. would make it worse or not.
1: Hmm. Yeah, but the putting that, that Liberon polish on there, I, I don't know if it was the brand... Or if any wax polish will work, I need to do more like testing on this because it, it was something that I just like walked into and I was like, Holy crap, I can't believe this works! I should have made a video on this, but I didn't have time and I just wanted to get the damn table out and done and delivered. And I wanted my customer to be happy.
2: So, and it's always when you're behind, always right? that's when all the crazy stuff and happens usually it doesn't work time. out that well. <laughs> it's like,
1: Oh my god, everything's just yeah. blowing up
2: now. I gotta sand it back, yeah.
1: So, uh <laughs> By the grace of whatever God you believe in, it, it worked out. So, uh, that, that's been guys. my, my, my week mostly was that table. I spent a lot of time trying to get that done and it's, it was delivered and she was happy and. I'm so glad that that's out of my shop now and it's kind of a big old win for day. It's a big win and it's a huge like uh, weight off my shoulders and I want to give a huge shout out to Braden from Little Bug Woodworking for helping me deliver that thing today. I called him up and he drove right down to help me deliver it and he's always there for me whenever I need him. So, thank you, Braden. I really appreciate you. He's awesome. I don't care what they say about him. Anyway, that's most of my week. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So Are you going to do more large builds? Yeah, of course. As they come along, I don't, out?
1: I don't like Etsy does well enough that seek I don't have to seek them out. But if they come to me, I'll do them for sure, and I'll try my best to do them a little faster than six months for a table. Just charge more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it it worked out well because the this woman that that bought the table, her and her her uh, fiance husband. I don't know what the relationship is. It doesn't matter. But the woman is an old coworker of my my wife, so she knew who I was, and she knew, she knows, you know what goes on in my shop. She's
2: Dan's not the fastest, <laughs> yeah,
1: so it wasn't like a big shock. So
2: might be two months, might be six. It's no big exactly.
1: deal. Exactly, she kind of knew what she was signing up for. But
2: you'll you'll get, get it. You'll
1: get it eventually.
2: <laughs> eventually. <laughs>
0: It's like it's like getting. Do stores still do layaway? Still
1: do layaway? I remember when I was young and we were poor AF. The, my mom and dad would always do layaway <laughs> before.
0: To anyone that doesn't know what layaway is, you weren't you're poor from another country. <laughs> or, uh,
2: <laughs> you didn't you didn't grow up poor like us. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, yeah, they do do layaway um, because like you can do the payment plans on every website now. It's essentially a layaway. I guess yeah, it's just. It's yeah. it's
0: cool modern layaway now. Like layaway now it's was like, it's for rich for people. Layaway <laughs> was
1: this was before Walmart <laughs> even like we would go to Kmart, pick out all the pick out all the like school clothes Kmart, we wanted yeah, at the beginning so of summer. It. And then they yeah. would put your clothes or whatever you were buying in the back and you couldn't have it until you paid it off, but you would come in every week and like drop $20, 50 bucks or whatever. That's what my parents did <laughs> for our school clothes back when we were young. Yeah.
0: The good old days.
1: Anyway, that's, that's, that's days. a fun little
0: throwback. <laughs> um. Well, let's jump into some questions. Uh, I think we'll start with Toma after I play this. Oh, Black Betty, Ramble, him um, Whoa. Let's. Uh. So we got a long one from Toma this week. You good? But I All said right, whoa. Um, whoa. So we got a long one from Toma, uh, which is actually really. Perfect because Jeff is here and he's going to be a good person to answer that question. Um, so strapping, I'm
3: ready. Uh, here's Thomas.
4: French, French. They seem to fit in. Hi guys, do you know what a moose say to another? Yeah, I don't know either, sorry. <laughs> and it was not amusing anyway, so yeah. All I'm right, losing. so I don't really have a question for tonight. It's more like a kickback from the failure episode you did last, last time. And so you know, I didn't uh, script this question because I wanted it to be more authentic. So yeah, I wanted to speak about failure or maybe the fear of failure because something happened to me today. I was actually um, laid yeah. off from work. Um, it was a job I hated and I'm pretty sure it gave me some kind of depression, but anywho, um, so yeah, I was laid off and it was pretty brutal actually. I could see it coming, but it was done like in less than a week. And I'm now in this situation where, well, I don't have a work, obviously, but I, um, I have the opportunity now to, do what I always wanted to do. And I always complain I never had time to, like, open my own business and do woodworking for a living. But now that I'm in this position that I might be able to do it, I'm like a deer in the uh, beam of a car. I don't know if it's an expression in English, but we have this expression deer in and France. The and obviously, I just could go and find another job. In the same field I know I could do that quite easily actually but but I feel it's like one of the few opportunities i might have to start my own business and I know that Mike would will, would will, will have said that I um, you should always um, uh, count on yourself trust yourself better on yourself sorry better on yourself but it's hard <laughs> to do that So yeah, I don't really know what I'm expecting from this voicemail, but you guys always been honest on this podcast and uh, maybe all I need is a a kick in the butt to make myself work, um, to get myself start working, sorry. But yeah, maybe you can, you have an idea where I should start um, or maybe I should just give me some rest and get better before really doing this woodworking business thingy. So yeah. Um yeah, <laughs> that's it for me today. Uh tonight sorry And yeah, hopefully it was not too depressing this first mail. And see you next time. Bye.
0: Thanks for calling in, Tama. That's a bummer.
4: But, but.
0: also yeah, not.
1: Absolutely. That's an, an opportunity. opportunity. What do you think, Jeff?
2: Sorry to hear about your job, but also you said you didn't like that job. So, it's probably the perfect opportunity to go for it, especially if you already have like the path built. Like you already have some sort of ground. and It sounds like you have a little bit of a business already started. It may not be enough to sustain you, but it's also hard. You kind of got to go for it to get that momentum. So, this is probably a good opportunity for you to actually see what you're made of. And also the man Keep an eye out for another job. If something comes along, it happens. If not, maybe your business will take off. You're never going to know until you actually try.
1: Yeah, I agree 100% with Jeff. Uh, like yeah. you said, you already have a good foundation, a decent foundation. Um, there's, no, there's no better time to give your all to this than now. Because now you have the time. You're forced to have the time to give it your all. And here's the thing. Because you can give it your all, you can potentially do a lot more with it, because when you had a job and you were separating yourself you know you had you had to give your part of yourself to your job and you had to give part of yourself to the the thing that you wanted to build, and also you probably gave part of yourself to your family, you're not split so much, so because you can give more time to the thing that you want to build, which is your your business your woodworking business, your making business whatever um you you, ha- you have more potential there. So I feel like you have a very great opportunity right now to do something special. So no better time than the present, my friend. Look at this as a positive opportunity and run with it. What do you think, Pete?
2: I also had Oops, a sorry, go ahead, similar situation. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, so I didn't get laid off, but I was at the point in my business where I was rather ready to either quit Or like something had to happen because I was maxed out working all the hours a week I possibly could. And what happened to me was they put me in mandatory overtime and I went and talked to my boss and I like told him the situation like either I can't work overtime or I have to quit. And he's like, well, it's mandatory. So, you're going to have to stay. I'm like, well, then I quit. And that was kind of what pushed me over the edge to do that. And it's a hard decision because pretty much everyone you talk to says you're crazy. Like, why would you give up a good job to go like do whatever? But you just got to go for it. Yeah, you're never going to know. You're what never you never will accomplish
1: if you don't kind of make that leap a little bit. And, and making that leap is scary. And like you can probably always find another job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from what I understand, and I could be just talking co- talking completely out of my butt here, but from what I understand, uh, typically, uh, <laughs> is a he was an engineer. I don't know what his job was specifically, but I feel like it was somewhere in, in, in the engineering field. So he's not he's not completely unskilled, I would imagine.
0: Could, hey, could well, have been a training engineer. That still takes
1: some skill. So, choo-choo. like, he, he, you got job skills, so it's not like you can't find another job.
0: <laughs> Let <laughs> le- choo choo
1: Anyway, I'm done <laughs> rambling. What do you got to say, Pete? Let's
2: hear it, Pete.
0: Um... Tomah, so, honestly, I think, uh, this is one of the best things that could have happened to you right now. Uh, and hearing you say that you didn't like the job, or you weren't happy there. Uh, and I've kind of gotten a vibe from speaking to you in the past and from you calling in, you never specifically said that you didn't like the job, but it was just like, you were always kind of like, mm, yeah, yeah, about it, you know? Um, the fact that you didn't like the job and you were maybe looking for something different, uh, it, it, this is a sign. Here's the thing. I think that getting fired from a job is way better than quitting uh, because uh, at least in the US, I don't know how it is in France, like, you can get unemployment benefits True. while you get your business going. You can literally get a government backup while but you again, get your But again, we don't your, know what the rules your are your over in over. France. Um, we don't know what the rules are in France. You know, So what I would say is if, to, you know, I fully believe in you. I think this, if there's ever a time for you to tackle this 100%, it's right now. Um, you already have a YouTube channel that you've been uh, slowly establishing. You already have an Instagram. And uh, in, like, there's no reason why you shouldn't try to like lean into this and make products and lean into content, and, like really try this out because you're in a position where now you have some time. Now, let's bring it down to earth a little bit, right? Uh, first of all, if you are gonna take this leap, Uh, you need to take a day or a week or a month if you can afford it and like figure things out, like figure out what you'd want to do, what you'd want to actually try to do, like how, what you want to be passionate about. Do you want to look for another job? Like, uh, in that time you want to sit down with your family and figure out like, can you afford to not have an income right now? Can you financially afford to float for a couple months? And, and just note, and I'll I'll share a personal thing. Emma quitting her job and coming on full time with us. If Petrie's workshop made zero money, like at all, for the next you know six to twelve months, we had enough in our savings to comfortably float w- the gap. Because like my paycheck alone, we can survive on. We would not be thriving on. We could we're still eating and the mortgage is getting paid, but we're not. Spending any extra money on on anything fun and not having a good time. Uh, That's if we're making no money and pulling money from our savings. If we're trying to live comfortably, within a year, our savings are drained to a point where we're like, okay, we need to look at another job. Peaches Workshop isn't making zero money. It is making enough money to get us up to comfortable. But it's not getting us to thriving yet, which is something we can build on. So so never think of it like if you're if there's already an income in a household and it's getting you 75% of the way there. Huge. Uh and you can float off your savings, that's huge. Because you're you're not like you're not at zero. Now like, granted, if you're the only uh, you know, breadwinner in the household, like you just have to look at the numbers. But don't think that just because like, oh, you can't get by every month on something. This is the time you lean into savings. Savings are emergency funds. Savings are an investment in your future. This is the time you lean into savings. All right. And before you know it, if you really lean into what you want to do, you might never have to touch that stuff. So I'd say, you know, talk with your family, figure things out, figure out the finances, do the math. You're an engineer and I know you can. Um, but this is the time to jump into that. And uh, I'll even throw it out a little further. Like If you need to talk about this or you want to talk it out and just like kind of bounce ideas off of whatever. Hit me up. You know, we've connected before. Let's do it again. Because uh, I think if there's ever a time for you to do it, once again, I'll say it. Yeah, it's now. For sure. L- long way
2: to say do it. Yeah, but definitely be smart. And I always tell people like the best situation you could be in is if you have a significant other that makes a decent amount of money and has insurance. Because in America, insurance sucks. So like that's a good yeah. situation to be in if you have insurance and another income. Because if not, it's definitely more scary. True
1: true 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 that's yep. one of the things that was so you think able that made me able okay. to pursue this full-time I, i've been full-time self-employed since 2011 and the only reason i was able to do that is because my wife actually has a stable income so that does help but uh, don't she's the best we could give you all the all yep. the positivity and the attaboys mm-hmm. and you got this but we're just some dudes on a podcast definitely 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 go talk yep. to your family. talk to your family and make sure everything's cool.
2: But look at your finances. Be smart. We believe in you. For sure. I believe in you.
0: And I'll share the last little bit of advice that I got from Jeff and Jess. When we asked them about a, like advice on like, hey, Emma coming on full time. Like, what do you guys think? And Jeff and Jess both said, we always just said like, at the end of the day, if we need to. We'll just get regular
2: jobs. Or get a part time job, even if it's not something you like, and you just need that little bit of money job. to get by. It's okay. Like, there's always you don't have to do something you love all the time. So Uber,
1: or DoorDash.
0: Because we're we're all
2: that too.
1: Uber. Yeah, I we're mean, all
0: trying to do this black or white thing. Like it's either in or out, yes or no. Uh, you know, but like true. it doesn't have to be that. You know, so like you can get a part time job and just coast. I I always tell Emma, like I don't care if I have to start bagging groceries, I'll do it. Uh, If I ever lose my job or something, like I just want that's okay. I want us to follow our dreams, and that's okay. There's no shame in that, in any of this, though. So uh, I'm all for you, man. We're all for you. I think we're all on the same page, and I want to see more content from you. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Here, here. Right on, Dan. You want to read off the next next question? I would love to read
1: them off. Let me uh, open them. I'm waiting. one Uh, from America. The first one comes from (laughs) America. His name is Joseph Taylor. And he says, all right, my question is for Jeff. I just want to know a little bit more about how you feel about the Onefinity CNC Elite Series. I really like that closed loop Mm -hmm. stepper motor. And I just want to know what you think about it personally. And have you considered it very useful in the shop? Or is it kind of just a little extra added fluff? Before you answer, Jeff, could you dumb it down for us a little bit and tell us what a closed-loop stepper motor is?
2: Okay. So, the regular Onefinity doesn't have, like, the fancy brains. And the open stepper motor simply sends the message to the stepper motor. So, it says, you're going forward. And it's like, okay. Versus the closed stepper motor sends messages to it and back so if it sends hey you're going forward and then it's like oh wait i can't go forward it sends that information back to the cnc so, oh, so it like knows it, if something messes crash? up and it can tell you or correct that mistake versus on the original Onefinity, it doesn't do that oh that's handy does that make yeah, sense it makes perfect sense
0: now is that for uh when there's chatter or when there's actual impact so chatter like, won't really
2: do much it's is more it for- so like for example okay I programmed something wrong and I had a 3 inch end mill and I rammed that thing in like a half inch depth pass and it like essentially stalled everything out. So it knew that versus, well, the original Infinity will shut down if you stall it enough. But it has no idea. It's just like, oh, that's not good. Shut down. Versus the other one, it'll give you feedback and it knows what's going on. Versus the other one, it just sends messages and it's like, hope that works. <laughs>
1: That makes perfect sense. I've, d- I've done stupid things like that before. Like, I tend to keep tools and whatnot on top of my CNC bed when it's cutting. Like, if if, if I'm not using the whole bed. And I've had, like, a wrench or something over on, on the side, on the far side where...
2: Oh, I've it, done that. It gets <laughs> in
1: the way. In, a little like, case. It, yeah, the Y the, or the, the X. I can never keep them straight. Mm-hmm. It comes back and it, like, runs into that wrench. Yeah. And then it just stops. Ooh. Yeah, that seems like the the closed stepper <laughs> motor would be good for something like that, maybe. But like...
0: Yeah, it's almost like uh, on th- in 3D printing with crash yeah. detection. It's almost okay. like that.
1: So do you think yeah. it's worth it? Is the...
2: With um, your trials and yeah, errors of the, of
1: the new Elite <laughs> Maso, how do you feel about it? Do you think it's worth all the extra?
2: So I love the, the Elite's great. The, it comes down to budget. Like if you're just you're just getting a CNC and you're just going to be cutting out shapes and doing V-carve engravings, you don't need it. It's just going to be probably more intimidating that's, than it needs to be. That's why I haven't upgraded. But if you have if you if you have the budget and you're looking to buy a machine, I'd 100% buy it. Not needed, but it's a, it's kind of the same as like a spindle. Is the Makita router just fine? Absolutely. Is the spindle a good upgrade? It sure is, but you don't need it. It's just. You know, do you buy the baseline Honda Civic or do you buy the one with all the bells and whistles? Right on.
0: And and I want to just say one thing that like the Onefinity compared to like I had the Polka beforehand. Jeff had the X carve, and just know that you getting a Onefinity, and again, not sponsored here. Um, you're you're not getting Alexis. a Honda Civic. You're getting like I'm. Receiving I personally
2: you. think it's the Alexis, best one.
1: Yeah. Or it troubles. is in the hobby hands down problem. the best CNC. Yeah. In the hobbyists, yeah,
2: for under five thousand dollars. Yes. If you start spending ten thousand dollars, exactly. then you're looking at avid machines, and then that's just a different beast. That's a more professional type model. Okay. Granted, the Onefinity can do that. It's just, it's just just a different. Onefinity is problem. still
1: classified yeah. as a as a hobbyist grade machine, I believe. Yeah.
0: But it's it's the, like the best hobbyist machine you can get. It's
1: like actually, uh, it. all the lunchbox planers. You know, everybody knows about the lunchbox planers, but the Dewalt is like the <laughs> the, the seven thirty five <laughs> Dewalt, DeWalt. is D4. fantastic, yeah. and that's the the dream. That's that's the one is the seven thirty five Dewalt in the, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's just the one you buy. Yeah. Is that's the twelve the exact, inch fine yeah. sure, so no, that's but a, that, a, that that thirteen inch has just got more heft. Right it
0: exactly and it just keep that in mind so like this thing is you're already getting a great machine especially if you slap a spindle on it oh it's unstoppable and then you make it stop it it's just (laughs) that much more well yeah (laughs) Uh, you can stop it. But like the Elite is just like improving on an already good thing. It's not like something you know, you get some of these machines like with that with the lower end like 3D printers, for example. Yeah, you can buy a uh, Ender 3 or whatever. You're just gonna be slapping parts and upgrades onto it. This thing you get it, no out of the belts and D wheels. You're oh. just getting a gooder version I hated those oh. belts
2: and D yeah, wheels. Belts. I just oil the rails oh, once in a while and call it funny. I just had I just had a
0: Yeah. Dan's actually seized his machine up once. <laughs> yes.
1: I have. I've seized my my machine up.
0: Tell him about that. Well, I have.
1: I have another story. I, I forgot to mention on what's on my bench. I actually had a listener and a patron stop by my my shop. Uh, I want to say on Tuesday, uh, Aaron Tidwell of Seventy One Woodshop, I believe. Uh, he stopped by and we were talking, and he wanted mm-hmm. to see my CNC setup. Uh, I think he's originally from Oklahoma, and he was just in the area for business or something. And he messaged me, and I said, yeah, come on over. Uh, shop's a mess, but, you know, if you want to come over, so be it. Anyways, we were talking about the CNC, and he's looking at my CNC setup. and He's like, wow, you really packed them in there, huh? I was like, yeah, yeah. He goes, so <laughs> I really don't need to spend time to, like, polish my CNC every every night, huh? I'm like, <laughs> what are you trying to say, Aaron? My, my machines are dirty as, as heck. Basically, I don't. I don't clean off my machines as as often as I should, and they they're caked with dust. But I'll at least blow them off once in a while. What? Man, they That's still crazy. work though. They're they're workhorses. I'm not saying I'm not I'm not advocating you don't clean your machine, but you know you can get away with without cleaning it once in a while because it's not run by belts.
0: Yeah, but still, it, it did seize up, up once before. Because, uh, before uh, no, be it be was
1: before. Uh, it, it's when I got the spindle, but I didn't have a dust boot. So I was Before you knew maintenance exists. <laughs> no. I got the spindle on. <laughs> I got the spindle on and uh I didn't have a dust boot for that spindle yet because they had just released their uh Ooh, that's the, the, best. the seven what is that? The seven twenty Z slider? The bigger, z- beefy Z slider. Mm, beefy Z slider. Yeah, nobody had a yeah. boot for it yet. For the, for the beefy Z plus an 80 millimeter spindle, nobody had a boot for it. Yet. So I ran it without a boot for like a week and a half. And it created a mess. And it did seize up my machine because it got all over oh, the rails. And it was really bad. You
2: have to get a dust boot. You have to
1: have a dust boot at least. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's so bad.
0: I use the suck it. And it's there. Fine. You can fine. get.
2: I've been using the. Go ahead. The. I don't even know what it is. It's some, one of the Pwn ones. I don't know. But it. I, I didn't like it at first. But the more I used it, the more it grew on me. Also, that Nighthawk. Is that what it's called? Yeah. There's a guy named Nick, I believe. He makes a Nighthawk. It's it's like a bigger version. And everyone seems to love it. I have one. I haven't messed with it too much. It's way bigger than the one I use, though. So I'm not sure how I'm going to feel about it. But they say it really sucks. In a good way.
1: <laughs> I ha- I have... <laughs> <clears throat> Huh. I have uh, a dust boot that I got from Michael over at Proto on my spindle. And then I have another dust boot from another Etsy seller. It's not the Nighthawk. It's something else. And it's really fantastic. Uh,
2: Is that what it's called? The night? Yeah, I
1: know what you're talking about. I actually I, I bought one of those. People rave about it. It yeah. didn't quite work out for what I wanted. So I went with something else. But yeah, you at least get some sort of dust boot on there. Because you're gonna have all kinds of problems if you Anyone. Don't. Yeah. Anyway, uh the next question is from a gentleman by the name of Tim Meehan. Megan.
0: It's Tim Timmy Meehan. Han.
1: Okay. Okay. Anyways, he says, Hey guys, I have a Glowforge and I've been making money by selling cutting boards locally. I'm not using the lasers. I'm not using the laser to its potential, and it seems like a waste. Shipping to me is so intimidating that it's keeping me from starting to sell on Etsy or any other platforms. I don't have anything I need to ship except for maybe plastic wrap. I think he's talking about materials to ship stuff. Uh, But I do know about pirate ship because of Dan. You're welcome. Uh, what do I need to start selling cutting boards and other small things? And how do I break this effing barrier to get started? Thanks. Well, Jeff, since you, (laughs) well, you, you started off by selling dog feeders and what have you. And do you have any tips and tricks on, uh,
2: getting started shipping? So we got our, we got our first big order on Etsy. And it was to Germany. <laughs> like our first like legit big order. Oh,
1: And no. it was like
2: the shoe rack. And of course, it was big. And we like made our own box. And it just shattered when I got over there. Luckily, the lady was super cool. But starting out, we just kind of used a bunch of Amazon boxes. And you learn real quick that that just sucks. It's horrible. Um, you can go to FedEx, uh, uh, Home Depot. You can also get some boxes. They're also very limited If you're just selling cutting boards, you're kind of in luck because you can go online and you can go on Amazon and find websites that have like, you can get like two, three different box sizes and just order those in bulk. Especially if you're only doing cutting boards, you only have a few different sizes, like that's to your benefit. So what Mm -hmm. I would do is find these websites. Look up uh, Jenny and Davis on YouTube. They have like a whole thing on like cutting board boxing and whatever, but just buy some boxes in bulk. You're going to... Probably eat a little bit of that cost up front, but in the long run, it'll save you so much time not having to like make boxes or cram them into a box. And then for shipping rates, if you ship on Etsy, you get a discount. We use, do we use Pirate Ship? We use Ship Station. Pirate Ship's a good one. Ship Nerd's another one, but they just essentially lump all the orders together and you ship them. You get a, a cheaper shipping mm-hmm. rate. So I would definitely recommend that versus just going to like UPS and dropping off your box because they're going to charge you a crazy amount of money. <laughs> Don't do Don't that. Do that. Don't do that. (laughs) Been there, done that. Don't do it. Currently, we
0: get... Don't go to USPS either.
2: We get our boxes from a local box supplier, but before that... Is it Uline based up in Wisconsin? I think it might be. I think it is. But this one was more like a a smaller town business, so we chose to support them over like Megacorp. Small quantity boxes. So if you look, and you'll spend some time on Google, there's probably one in a big city near you. They deliver for free. Oh, that's nice. Thirty bucks to deliver. I mean, we get you know we we get a bunch of stuff at once, so you just kind of got to time it out right. But yeah, <clears throat> U line it comes freight, so you're spending like a you know yeah. hundred bucks or so just to get it to your house.
0: They do sometimes have they do. free shipping over. Yeah, 500, we still get our bubble there. Well, you have to like specifically. Right.
2: Oh, for the reach out to co- them
0: oh. about that, and they also do tax exempt. By the Ooh. way, they Ooh, will do tax exempt. Good. What do you use for the yes filling? I've taken advantage of that.
2: Jess ships the cutting board. What do you use for the filling? She uses shredded paper. We use sisal but it's just a mess. So buy the just buy a big old thing of shredded paper and just stuff it around the cutting board, and it just makes it look nice. Oh, I use a bubble wrap's wrap. fine. We use bubble wrap bad. on our bigger stuff. All right, Dan, what you got?
0: Uh, Chris, uh, from a Glimpse Inside, he recommended some local... Or not local, but lo- the boxery. They do all sustainable shipping. Yes,
1: supplies. the boxery is what Chris recommended. So, I have so that I written to, down, don't have but I haven't like uh, looked into it yet. I, you know, it, it takes time to 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 realize what you're going to need for shipping. I mean, you're not going to know right away. So, it's okay to, like, start with some reused amazon boxes i think but mm-hmm. as you sell more and more like i've started selling a lot of bow ties and zero clearance inserts so now i know what size boxes i need in bulk so i'll go and and order them from uline or amazon like jeff was talking about and you know you buy them in bulk and and it will drive your cost down a little bit so you just have to build those prices into your prices on wherever you're going to sell etsy your website whatever definitely um yeah, it just it it just takes time. I think uh, it's unfortunate, but you're really not going to know until you get into the swing of things and into the heart of things.
2: And it opens you up to a whole new world. It really like, does. You may have so many people in your town, but once you start shipping, you can send stuff literally all over the world. Right. And you know one of the one of the things I learned, like
1: you mentioned, is you know there's pirate ship out there. And Jeff said, don't ever just take your product to the UPS store and have, it do it, have them do it for you. It'll literally be double. It, it's more than that because I was – those C yeah. tables that yeah, I yeah, make, I those C tables I make, they were charging me $200 to send those. If I just took them the raw piece – I'd ship it for like $30. And, bucks. and I, yeah. I gave it to them. And if I box it up myself, so now I buy boxes from Uline and I have bubble wrap and all that other stuff and I package it all up myself – if i go to pirate ship and weigh it and i'm in omaha and i'm shipping it to the east coast or the west coast it's 60 bucks not bad compared Deal. to 200 something so <clears throat> it, it just comes down to like being prepared and knowing what you're going to need so if you're doing cutting boards like jeff was saying um get get boxes that'll cover like your biggest board and then buy filler so that you can fit the smaller boards in the, in those boxes, and and then as you sell more, maybe you can buy different size boxes. What I like about Amazon, we even s- sorry Jeff. What I like what I like about Amazon no, no is I always 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 keep those little air fillers, those little pillows they send. Mm. Those, I I save those because those <laughs> come in yeah. super handy for filler. What were you going to say,
2: Jeff? We even tried to make, like, a deal with FedEx and UPS. Like, you can call and be like, hey, I'd like to, like, bundle my rates. And they'll give you, like, a discount on, like, how much, based on how much you ship. But even, like, when we were, like, full swing going hard just on Etsy, it ended up still being cheaper to use ShipStation than it was to, like, make a deal with the actual provider of FedEx or UPS. Right. And then we also pay, what is it, like, Mm -hmm. five bucks to get a pickup?
1: Instead of making the trip nine? to the post office, so it was nine.
2: So we used to take everything to like used to run it in, but now USPS picks up for free, and we pay nine dollars for uh, UPS pickup. So we kind of just try to consolidate consolidate that on one day, and UPS backs up to our shop, and they're gone. Right on, right on. What say you, Pete?
0: Nice. Um, oh, you're both okay. wrong. Nice. Here's why. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, so. I I absolutely love uh pirate ship. I'm also offended that you said that you know about pirate ship because of Dan because like I've been screaming pirate ship. I think he
1: like probably knows year. about it because of my my uh, debacle, the reason I like my my, uh, my fumbles
0: the drama the drama exactly. So the thing with pirate ship is uh, I love to call it the fisher price of shipping where like there's three buttons and it's a green, yellow, and red, and like you just press it's a button, and you get a easy. shipping rate. It literally it has the the least amount of options possible for you to do an order. Uh, I think Ship Nerd is great. It's got a lot of options. Asks me for way too much stuff. <laughs> there's it just wants like way too many things out of the gate and like just Pirate Ship is just very friendly. And also when this when the 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 pages are loading when it's loading your sticker whatever. Uh, there's little pirate <laughs> yeah, puns they're... that happen on the screen just saying like listen small things it's all about the little things that make you happy uh so I'm, I'm a huge fan of pirate ship pirate ship will do usps and they will also do ups uh so that's something to consider as well because like for certain thing for heavier items ups tends to be ups and fedex We're mostly be UPS. Better. for lighter items usps yep. is uh the king you know so especially for like I do 3D printed stuff and you're mentioning laser cut stuff. Now granted some of it is cutting cutting boards, but like you got a Glowforge, you've got the option to do a lot of fun laser cut stuff that is very light to ship, like eighth inch cut stuff or or even some acrylic stuff. Like it does not, it's you're looking at four to twelve ounces. It's really not that expensive to ship that stuff. Um, I ship stuff regularly that's four ounces and eight ounces, and I pay about three fifty to Five dollars in shipping plus packaging. Uh, as far as cutting boards go, um uh, Johnny, Jenny and, Davis. and Davis. Johnny Jenny and Davis. Davis I think it that, is that account. Thank you. Uh, great resource to have as well. Um, I've also seen people have success when they're making fancier cutting boards to use the flat rate USPS boxes because it's twenty dollars. It's flat rate. It's whatever. And like as long as you make the board to fit the box. You're good to go. You just got to make sure to wrap it up. But around sometimes, bit with, uh, bubble wrap. sometimes
1: though, but one of the it's best... more expensive to use those flat rate mm-hmm. boxes than to actually package it up yourself. Yes. So you have to be careful.
0: Which is my last point. Yes, he's, he's correct. But like if the weight, sometimes if you're doing like a solid wooden cutting board, it's going to be a little heavy. So like it might be okay to ship it that way. But my favorite thing to do, and it's advice that I got at some point, was um, make your cutting boards and signs to the size of the box. You can get the
2: cheapest
0: 100%. at a certain size. So like I, 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 at this point I have like a random sizes, whatever. And then at some point when I was doing a big U-line order uh, last year, I was like, let me get some like cutting board size things. So like small, medium, I actually didn't get anything for large, but like small and medium for like cutting boards, signs, things like that. And now anytime I make cutting boards, I make sure they fit That's within a good, that box. They're no longer than 12 good inches. That's our Etsy or, shop. You know, or like, <laughs> yeah, like it's just like, you're basically, you're getting processes in place. It's the same reason that uh, Jeff doesn't do a lot of custom jobs outside of what's offered on his site because he's got every process, he's got every, every layout, every jig, every box set up and ready for the sizes he's used to doing. And the items he's used to shipping and he's not having to do a lot of thinking beyond that. So he's gonna batch them out.
2: We were gonna launch a product so, recently so get the box. and we chose not to because mm-hmm. we couldn't find a box for it. Or it didn't fit in a box we already had. So we just were like it's not worth it.
0: You like you wouldn't think that it's like, Oh, well yeah, I could just no. cut a box, but like you've
2: no. I mean it if takes you're a do lot that, of time. Jeff, so if, if you're gonna do, do that, like that one off, ten plus items. Yeah. One yeah. off be charge
1: for it is fine, but if you're gonna do it over and over and over, absolutely not.
0: Yeah, it's just not even like it. to build a crate. custom charge boxes for it. all the time. Mm. Oh yeah, absolutely. You have to. So so consider that. Uh, you listen. Um. Oh, and then if you're trying to figure out your shipping, first of all, what you're gonna start with, and hold on to your pants. U.S. only. No Canada. No international.
2: Just it's very intimidating.
0: Continental. Actually, no. You can do all of U.S. Yeah, like just do U.S. only. And wherever you are, like I'm on the East Coast, which is really nice for me because. I've literally just picked like Anchorage, Alaska or Hawaii and done a fake shipping. I just picked an address on Google Maps and I've done a fake shipping to that to figure out my biggest possible cost that I would have yep. to ship that item. And then, then I know what's what my cost is. I know it's going to cost me $12 to ship that box all the way out there. And now I know and I can work that into the price and offer That's free shipping. That's the big thing on Etsy. Free like shipping.
1: Hero. Yeah. It's not really yeah, free, free but the you customer really thinks free it's free. No. Can. It's a psychological it game,
0: and it's not just Etsy. People are just used see, to. Their it. See a website? Our websites all free shipping Everyone's now. Everyone's got Amazon.
2: Yeah. You got. it. Yeah.
0: you work it into the price. It's not free. You pay for it, but in the, people in still the, like to see the, that you know, that the price. So
2: free. Yeah, they
0: just love
2: to see. And apparently, sure. Etsy don't push you. So either. I highly
0: recommend that scope out. And if you're in, let's say Nebraska or somewhere in the middle of the country, like just pick, pick. You know, New York City shipping to Washington or Alaska. Just like figure out the shipping. We did like you and uh, and you can do that easily in pirate
2: ship. We did like we got one in Michigan and then we got one in Cali and then New York and then kind of found the average of those. And like some some shipping, we might lose a couple bucks in a box and then the next shipping will be like the next state over and I'll gain like 15 bucks on it. And it just it all evens out in the end. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit of research. Research trial and error. Not that intimidating. You figure it out. Jump into it. Trial and error. Because you you're gonna get way more business uh, U.S. wide online through Etsy and another shop than you will
1: locally. I don't sell I very guarantee. unless you're about that trade show life. Yeah, <laughs> I don't sell sell very many oh, ZCIs locally.
3: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's yeah, all,
1: it's all around. I've sold a couple. Fact, none. Usually, I give them away to local people. <laughs> yeah. So if you're local, just come over and bring me yeah, a beer, and I'll give you a ZCI if I have one.
2: Just one beer. One, yeah, do, two, six. Do your research. Modellos.
0: I mean, they're getting it for free. Free ZCI. Anywho, like, I think that's it for questions. Yeah. It is it for questions. So. Okay. That was awkward. Bye.
1: <laughs> Good day. Wow. <laughs> well, oh, I, I didn't know if we were doing do the outro or not. I thought maybe you wanted to talk more. I was kind of like well, I throwing it should. in your lap and giving you the option. <laughs> he just says... Bye. Oh, okay,
0: I, I'm the uh, SM guy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Jeff, like, we're so happy to have you on. Glad to be Actually,
2: here. Always happy to have you on.
0: In more often. Yeah, we'll probably just call you. If you, you have Jackman on again, rules. let
2: me know. Yeah, I'll come back. <laughs> back. <laughs> uh, we can do a
0: two for you Ooh. and Jackman. Oh, hell That'd yeah. that be fun.
2: I'll Ooh. talk some crap on pallets. I
0: can make that happen.
1: Them hockey sticks. It's Jackman. Whatever. Pssh.
0: Pssh. Pssh. Yeah, try inlaying that into a cutting board. <laughs> then we'll talk. <laughs> so,
1: unfortunately, yeah, I'm not going to see you at Maker Camp, and I'm really bummed. But you're going. You're going to have a good time. Yeah, doing we'll go next year. We were really going to go, year. We're we're gonna gonna go this year, but you were there last year, right? I think I think you guys were there last no, year. No,
2: we haven't been. You've never been there. No.
0: Why do I feel like I've You've
1: seen to go? No. Probably because I see Make you at Workbench Con
2: and everywhere else. So you, you were too many Medellin's deed.
0: Do you have a wedding that, that weekend? Week. Or around that
2: week then. in California. It's not even like it's local. And we can just like bail right away. Yeah, it's way on it's the like other side, side of the of country. <laughs> Bummer, yeah. dude. Yeah. Do you even like it? these people? I think mean, it's going to be a pretty nice wedding <laughs> next year.
0: Next year, we'll <laughs> we'll put it on a calendar now. It's like it's a right. lock next yeah, year. We're forced
2: We'll come. All right. No weddings. You got to talk me into WorkbenchCon too. I don't know about that one.
0: I think you should try to make that happen. You guys can get flown out there. Or at least take it taken care of if you play your hmm. cards right. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe uh, you and Jess and me and Emma will do a working you with go. your significant there other class. There we go. Boom. That's Four how that works. You're
2: gonna have to pay me. I'm not doing that for free.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, thanks to everybody uh, who listens and shares the show. Anyway. We really appreciate you guys. Uh, thanks to all our patrons. Uh, be sure to uh, check us out over there. If you're not a patron and you want to support us, you can go to patreoncom slash podcast. If you don't want to support us financially, <laughs> just you know, like I said, share share the show, support us That's emotionally, a share uh, comment, give us a shout out, and a little pat on the back. That's that always works. <laughs> High five. Um, I don't think Here we're phones. gonna have a guest next week. It's just gonna be me and Pete at this time. Things could change. You never we know. Don't. But at this time, it's just gonna be Pete and I. And uh yeah. We'll, we'll talk about something. We'll have fun.
0: Yeah, well, oh, yeah. if you guys want us to tackle We are a topic, always open uh, to topic honestly, ideas. Otherwise, we're just going to like yeah. throw a dart at the anyway. wall. Yeah, we just have a wall I think that's of topics it, that we throw at. I think we're done. I think
1: that's a wrap. So now, so now, Pete, Good day. now you can say That bye. is it. Awkwardly. And Jeff.
2: Oh.
0: well. Not oh, yet, yeah, I'm we got to thank Jeff. Jeff. I, I forgot Th- he was Jeff, there. Thank you I so did, much for joining us, man. Yeah, remember it's he's fine.
2: like, "It's fine, guys. Not
0: always here. <laughs>
2: hey, just here for free. No big deal." No,
0: I'm, dude, really appreciate having you on. Until Jess, thank you for answering all the
2: questions. <laughs> she was Our just off
1: questions. to the side answering all <laughs> the questions. <laughs> yeah, thanks for yeah. joining us, Jess. We we always uh, appreciate you too. We'll figure and, it out next time. Next
0: time we'll have both of you guys. We'll on. share a yeah,
2: headphone. We, we maybe uh,
1: maybe the podcast will yeah, get we'll some just... sort of headphone sponsor, yeah. and maybe we can send you something.
2: Ooh, yeah, <laughs> we go.
1: yeah. Anyway, uh, that's it. Love you long time. See you next week. Love y'all. Goodbye.
0: Bye-bye, bye bye bye.